From Slabitch to Stackpole for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. A fourth person has died following last Saturday's paddleboarding incident on the River Clethai and a woman has been arrested, police have said. Initially, three people lost their lives after a group of nine paddleboarders got into trouble on the Clethai at the Weir in the Haverford West opposite County Hall on October the 30th. In an extraordinary act of bravery, local lad Joel Williams entered to water and dragged a person out onto the banks of the Clethai, where he administered CPR until the emergency services came. Five people were rescued when one woman was rushed to hospital after being pulled out of the water. The woman, 41-year-old Andrea Powell from the Regend area, has now died, police have stated. Our thoughts are with her family and all those involved in this tragic incident. We are supporting her family and would ask for their privacy to be respected at this very difficult time. Police added a woman from the South Wales area was arrested on suspicion of gross negligence, manslaughter, as part of the investigation. She's been released under investigation. Breaking the speed limit on the A48 has led to a 30-year-old woman being ordered to pay a total of £224. At Llanelli Magistrates Court on Monday, November the 1st, Ashley Marie Grange of Riverview, Hundleton, admitted, via the single justice procedure, a charge of exceeding the 70 miles an hour limit on the road at Pensarn. The court was told that on May the 19th, a manned camera device recorded her speed in a Range Rover Evoque at 79 miles an hour. She was fined £100 with costs of £90 and a surcharge of £34 and also had three penalty points endorsed on her driving record. Public Health Wales has urged anyone suffering from a combination of an unexplained prolonged cough, unexplained weight loss or night sweats to contact their GP following the death of a student from TB. PHW said it had been notified of the death with tuberculosis of a student at the Lampeter campus of University of Wales, Trinity St David. Public Health Wales, Hewilthar University Health Board and the University of Wales, Trinity St David are working together to identify close contacts of the deceased and offer them TB screening. The agency said there was, a, there was no link between this case and the ongoing outbreak of TB at Llwynhendy, Carmarthenshire. Sean Lingard, consultant in health protection for PHW, said a multi-agency incident management team has been convened to look into this case and any control measures that are needed. The risk to the general public remains very low as TB is difficult to transmit. It requires close and prolonged contact with an infectious individual, such as living in the same household, for a person to become infected. We are in the process of identifying close contacts of the deceased to offer them TB screening by Hewilthar University Health Board and providing advice to staff and students of the university. And finally, sport. Football. Haverford West County's fine recent run came to an end with a 6-0 crushing defeat to league leaders the New Saints on Saturday. 3-0 down at half-time. Further goals in the second half from Daniel Redmond, Declan McManus and Dean Ebby secured a 6-0 crushing defeat for the Bluebirds. And in rugby, Wales came up just short after a brave display against the world champion South Africa in an incident-packed encounter, which was marred by the intervention of a pitch invader. Wayne Pivak's men were leading with eight minutes to go after six successful penalties from fly-half Dan Bigger. But replacement hooker Malcolm Marks then rounded off a driving wall to claim the only try of the match and put the Springboks in front for the first time, with fellow sub Elton Yanches stretching the winning margin with the final kick of the match. However, much of the talk will surround the person who ran on the pitch, and got in the way of Liam Williams just as though it looked he might score a try on 64 minutes. The final score, Wales 18, South Africa 23. And that's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News with me, Kim Thomas. Pure West Radio Uh, weather. Thank you to the news team there for keeping us all up to date. So let's take a look at the weather. Well, it's not been a bad day today, has it? It's been uh, quite lovely. Maximum temperatures of about 12 degrees. Looking forward to tonight, we have got uh, some patchy light rain possibly uh, creeping in from the west overnight. But turning clear elsewhere, maximum temperatures of about 2 degrees. Ooh, you might want to stick the heating on a little bit. Looking forward to next week, we have got uh, more clouds, bit of patchy rain and maximum temperatures of about This is Pure West Radio. So, uh, not too bad, quite mild in fact. So uh, let's get Second Chance Sunday started, shall we? And we will start off with a little bit of um, Gina G and uh, Who Are Just A Little Bit.
Hello and welcome to Second Chance Sunday with me, H. It's amazing to have you here. Thank you so much for joining me for the next hour. And we have got a lot to push into. Uh, last week, I don't know if you'd noticed, but it was all over our Facebook page, so I don't know how you could have missed it. But it was National Fertility Week. And Toby spoke to somebody every day last week about um, different sides of fertility and lots of different things and how people can help you. So uh, we are going to look back at just two of them today because unfortunately I haven't got enough time in my hour to listen to them all. However, we are going to listen back to Alice Matthews, who Toby spoke to on Monday, and uh, she is Wales Coordinator for Fertility Network UK. And uh, she's telling us about all the fertility fairness and uh, inequalities in fertility treatment. And um, the second one we're going to listen back to was Thursday's interview with Michaela Wright. Now, uh, she talks about fertility education, um, specifically about the Your Future initiative, and uh, also about fertility in the workplace. So uh, let's get started with Monday's interview with Toby and Alice Matthews. Pure West Radio. Uh, each year we support uh, a very important uh, week as uh, Fertility Network UK uh, organise and promotes uh, Fertility Week. And it happens uh, from the, the 1st to the 5th of November. And every day this week on the show at around about this sort of time, uh, I'll be speaking to, to different people that either work or that have uh, been affected by fertility or maybe had some support through it. And uh, today um, I've got uh, a good friend of ours here at the show. I actually spoke to her uh, last year, um, Alice Matthews, who is the Wales Coordinator for Fertility Network UK. I mean, Alice, first and foremost, lovely to have you back on the show. Um, I can't believe it's been a year. I know. Where does time go? Flown absolutely flown by but it's it's fabulous to have you with us um alice is also joining us live on the socials as well so you can pop over there uh come and see what we're wearing and what we're looking like today and uh, whereabouts in the world uh, we are and what we're doing and you can also comment as well if fertility has ever affected you or if anything you're we're about to talk about you would like to comment on please head on over to uh, the facebook page and get involved with the conversation right there um so alice uh, first up tell us about fertility network uk what what, what is it well, thank you very much for having me again, Toby. Um, it's wonderful to be here. Um, so Fertility Network UK is a national charity and we provide um, impartial um, information and free emotional and practical support to anyone who is affected in any way by a fertility issue. So we work with people who are considering their future fertility, um, those who are trying to conceive and are either going through investigations or treatment um, women who are pregnant after fertility treatment or loss, um, those who are um, coming to the end of treatment and we kind of help them to decide which, which way to go next, and those who are childless, not by choice, but by circumstance. So it's kind of anybody who is affected in any way at all by a fertility issue. Uh, so I'll be chatting to various different people uh, this week, Alice, uh, of course, as, as Wales coordinator, I can imagine your, your job is, is, is quite busy on a daily basis. It is busy. Um, we have, I have a wonderful team with me in Wales and we, we put on loads of different types of groups. I think one of the main things we hear from, from fertility patients is how isolated they feel. Um, everybody around you is, having a family um, and is loving being with their families. And if you can't have the family that you really want, you feel left behind and you kind of you feel so alone and like your life is on hold. So we are busy because we provide as much support as we can to those people. Um, we have whale specific groups where we talk a lot about uh, the funding in Wales um, and the treatment pathways in, in hospitals here. Um, and we have more kind of uh, national groups, so which deal with more specific issues. So we have a fertility weight loss group, for example, because so many people are affected by the BMI criteria. Or we have a group specifically for black women. We have groups for over 40s, um, same-sex couples. Um, we have... Um, a number of different things going on. And if you look at our website, fertilitynetworkuk.org, 
you'll be able to see all our different events, our webinars, our groups. Um, we have yoga, we have mindfulness sessions, nutrition courses, got lots to offer people. So I think my main, the main thing I want to get across today is to say if you are going through this, um, you're trying, you're having problems, you're worried about your fertility, reach out to us. You're not on your own. Get some support. It's really, really good to, to kind of to talk to other people and um, protect your, your mental health, really. It's one of those situations, really, isn't it, Alice? You know, when you when you buy a, a new car, then you realise how many people are actually driving that new car on the road. It's not until maybe people are, are looking at that time in their life when they're right, OK, we're, we're ready for children, whether it be that, you know, you, you've you've maybe gone down the uh, the. The, the, the normal partial, we'd say, you know, you, you've done well in work. You've now got married. It, it's now the next logical step to happen in your life. And then, of course, you, you come up against these these obstacles and then you're fully aware of it. Then you see all the adverts on the telly of all of the nappies and all the all the children food. And then you notice all the children playing in the park and all the kids on the school run, don't you? Because you're more aware of it. It, it almost feels that then the world is certainly not on your side and you can end up in quite a difficult position. Really, it's really difficult, you know. When you make that decision that you want to start a family, that's your the decision's made, and I think you just want it to happen. And so many people who um, are going through fertility treatment, it, they'll be going through it for quite a long time. You know, there's a bit of a misconception that you have something like IVF, it will work first time. Well, that is not the case. Um, nice recommends three cycles of, of assisted fertility treatment to to give women the maximum chance of, of it being successful. So I think it's really important that, you know, when someone's going through this, they, you're right, they will have triggers constantly. Just walking through the supermarket and, and going through the baby clothes section um, can feel like an absolute punch in the stomach for people. In work, you know, people um, announcing pregnancies um, and having baby showers and you're your friends inviting you to come to to birthday parties and, and barbecues in the summer and obviously now approaching this festive season you know we've, we've just had Halloween but you'll have um kind of lots of family um orientated things coming up and 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 people who don't fit into that and they don't have that family can find it really really hard um, they, 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 like I say, they feel like their life is on hold um, and that they're being left behind from their peers. Mm. Mm. Incredibly difficult time for, for a lot of people, especially, as you say, around these sort of sort of festive uh, times as well. Um, so um, the, the main aim, of course, this week is to get word out, Alice, and, and to make sure people uh, do get that support um, through what can be a very difficult time in their life. Um, but also to talk today about fertility, fairness and inequalities in in infertility treatment i mean i'm I'm quite surprised that that exists uh inequality in something like this yeah so for national fertility awareness week we, we kind of we're trying to get people to talk a little bit about more about fertility and understand more about reproductive health um and, and, and monday today is all about fertility fairness so we have a postcode lottery in the uk um scotland are leading the way they uh they go with what NICE recommend um, and they provide to any eligible patient three full cycles of IVF. In Wales, um, that is two, two cycles. In Northern Ireland, it's one partial cycle. And then in England, there is an absolute postcode lottery. So depending on where you live, in which clinical commissioning group, some will offer one, some offer two, some offer absolutely none. Um, I think there's two areas in England that don't offer anything at all. Um, now, the World Health Organization um, class uh, infertility is a disease of the reproductive system. And so having a national health service, it's unacceptable that you have, depending on where you live, you either get treatment for that disease or you don't get any treatment for that disease. And I would say that's unacceptable. We wouldn't really think that was um that we, we we wouldn't accept it for other diseases um and often um going for fertility treatment is seen can be seen as a lifestyle choice and it's absolutely not the main thing to understand is that it is a disease 
and treatment should be available for that disease. In Wales, um, we, we, we're doing pretty well because, like I say, we have two full cycles for anybody who meets the criteria. But this is still not what NICE recommend. And we should be offering three full cycles to people here. So why, why are these issues so varied and different around the UK then, Alice? It depends on the commissioners. It depends. In, in, in Wales, we're funded. Um, the money comes through something called the Welsh Health Specialised Services Committee. Um, and in England, it depends on which clinical commissioning group you're under. And I think that's the problem is um, that it's not it's not a level playing field. It depends on who commissions treatment. Wow. I mean, uh, every every year I seem to, to discover more about fertility. And that's what this week is all about is is finding out exactly you know what's going on and how we can together make a difference and uh, i guess the, the the welcoming part of this alice is is that of course wales is sort of you know it, it's not too far behind what the world health organization recommend and you know it's certainly above the curve in, in other parts of the uk yeah absolutely i think it's 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 important that patients in wales know that i think a big a big problem we see is um quite often patients don't know um, whether they're eligible or not, mm. or maybe they're not um, getting the, the right information about um, treatment criteria soon enough. So I mentioned it a little while ago, um, if you want to BMI, so um, body weight, that mm. in, there's a cutoff of, of BMI of 30 for women to have treatment. And I think something like this, you know, if you, your BMI is above 30, you will not get NHS-funded fertility treatment. But patients are often, they're not told soon enough, so they can't make those um, practical steps to start reducing their BMI soon enough. And with something like fertility treatment, um, time is of the essence, age mm. matters. Um, you know, our service users are very concerned about, you know, their age creeping up and their, their egg quality going down so you know i think if they're given the information at the right time it gives them the best chance um and knowing things like um if you smoke if you smoke you will not be eligible for any treatment and that's not just let's say the woman say it's a problem with her and it's female factor even if the male partner has got absolutely no issues at all if he smokes there will be no treatment available um so it's really important that anybody on this journey at the beginning knows that. Yeah, and, and this is, I guess, the beauty of having the support network and Fertility Network UK is that, you know, you'd be able to speak to people and give them all this information because I've just learned so much this morning already, Alice. Yeah, people, when they come to us, um, you know, we're completely free and we're completely impartial as a, as a charity. Um, when they come to us, they are a lot of people are looking for the information of how to get on the on waiting lists, what they need to do, what they need to say um, to their practitioners, the tests that are required. But so many people are they're just looking for some emotional support. Mm -hmm. um, they want to talk to other people who can really understand how they're feeling. Um, it's very difficult, I think, if you haven't been through this um, and. You don't know someone kind of who's close to you that's been through it. It can be quite difficult to have an understanding of how much it does impact somebody's life because it's all consuming. People who are going through this will be in it for years. Um, from the, you know, they'll be trying at first and then they'll be going to see their, their GPs. There'll be lots of waiting lists, lots of tests, lots of waiting for results. Um, then being referred somewhere else. You get eventually, if you need something like IVF, you'll get to the fertility clinic, um, you'll have all your treatment planning, you'll go through the whole process, and then unfortunately, it's not successful. So you've got to start it all again. So I think it's so important that, you know, even having a little bit of awareness of how difficult it can be for people can make all the difference then, you know, if, if, if somebody's going through it and they know that um, their line manager in work or their colleague or their, their sister, if they have a little bit of understanding, 
they know then that that support is there and that they can lean on people if they need to. It's uh, excellent that you are there. Uh, Cara Ellard has been in touch with us uh, this morning, Alice, um, saying, having led the campaign in Wales regarding the postcode lottery, it's such a shame that we still are not recommending the full three cycles. What do you make of that, Alice? Yeah, it's it's absolutely... I mean, it's it's not acceptable. You know, we, we should be doing what NICE recommend. That is what gives people the best chance of this treatment working. So, yeah, we, we should be giving three cycles to people in Wales yeah. across the whole of the UK. And As usual, for... though, it comes down to funding. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, a lot of these things uh, do, don't they? Uh, thanks, Cara, for getting in touch with us here this morning. Uh, hopefully it's been an education uh, to you, as it has uh, me and every single uh, uh, every single day this week, we're going to be chatting to various different people uh, from Fertility Network UK or, or people that they've supported, uh, people that uh, have, have benefited from from the great work that, that goes on. And uh, also hopefully hearing some 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 feel good stories as well along the way. Uh, Alice, thank you ever so much for your time. I know how incredibly busy you are. So thanks for thanks for joining us here on the POS radio today for, uh, from Fertility Network uh, UK. And, uh, and please keep up the sterling job in supporting so many people on this journey. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And last but not least, Alice, how do people get in touch with you if uh, they would like to find out some more information? Yeah, the best place to go is, is just to have a look on our website, uh, fertilitynetworkuk.org. Um, you can find all the support groups that we offer there, all of our webinars and our, like I say, all our different nutrition series and, and mindfulness and things like that. But if you want to speak to somebody um, about any funding or what if you're worried about what's going to happen next you know you can just find whatever wherever you're living in the uk and um, you'll be able to find um representatives in your area who will be able to give you that specific information so go to our website have a look and and reach out to us excellent uh, alice thanks again for joining us on the show today it's uh, lovely to catch up with you again Thank you. Take care. This is Pure West Radio. Join us every Monday evening on the weekly Pure West Sports Show with Pembrokeshire Properties. All the very latest sports news from around the county as well as views, guests and gossip from our award-winning panel. Join us every Monday between 7 and 9 p.m. Pure West Sport, proudly sponsored by Pembrokeshire Properties. Buy or sell your next house with a truly local, fast-growing property agent. Pembrokeshire Properties. Welcome home. Some things in life can be a bit of a conundrum and seem to be more trouble than they're worth. But listening to digital radio shouldn't be one of them. Here's a good one. What's so smart about listening on a smart speaker? Well, the answer is actually quite clever. It's a speaker you can talk to, so you can just ask it for your favourite radio shows. Request a station or programme by name and you'll get the live broadcast or the most recent episode. There's no searching by frequency and you can cook in the kitchen or dance doing the housework to whatever you've asked your speaker to play. Quite smart for a speaker. Find out more at getdigitalradio.com. Love radio. Go digital. Castle Hot Tubs are Wales' largest multi-award winning wellness company based right here in Pembrokeshire, offering luxury hot tubs and swim spas to suit every need and budget. Check out their Pembrokeshire range of hot tubs inspired by the beautiful beaches and coastline of our county at castlehottubs.co.uk. A warm welcome awaits at the new showroom on Vine Road in Johnston. Want to win a hot tub for a week? Tune into Pure West Radio every weekday morning at 10.45 and play Who's in the Hot Tub for your chance to win Castle Hot Tubs the friendly company big enough to cope small enough to care Introducing MyPems the online marketplace for independent sellers in Pembrokeshire Looking to take the hassle out of marketing and selling your products online? Want to reach new audiences or customers whilst being part of a bigger community of local businesses and retailers? Then check out mypems.com. We're only a click away and could be the answer to taking the stress out of selling your products online. So whether you're a shop, an independent artist or maker, connect direct with customers and join a growing movement looking to buy locally at MyPems. 
for the perfect solution, contact Lillian and the team at mypems.com. Get more for your money at OC Davis Roundabout Garage Nayland, the MG dealer for Pembrokeshire. Adventure awaits with 0% APR across the MG range, including the MG HS, the new MG ZS and MG3. Feel the power of electric motoring with zero advance payment on the mobility scheme. And as a thank you to our key workers, you can enjoy a contribution of up to £8,500. Don't forget, all new MGs come with a seven-year warranty as standard. For more information, go online to www.ocdavis.com or call 01646 600858 Download the Pure West Radio mobile app from the App Store or Google Play
that was the sign by Ace Base and Respectable by Mel and Kim. So let's get straight on with our second interview. And that's the one with Michaela Wright. And she's telling us all about fertility education, specifically the Your Fertility Initiative. While I was just scrolling through. And we need you to get involved because you could be winning a limited edition Pure West Radio mug. More on that for you just before 12 o'clock today. As uh, now I am joined by the lovely Michelle Wright. Uh, we've been in contact for quite some time. It's always lovely to put a, a face to her. And we are streaming live onto our socials so you can come over there and uh, see what we're wearing, see how we're looking today, whether we're fresh or not. But I've got to say, Michelle is looking fantastic because she has this most incredible background i think michelle you, you're lifting the crown for the best zoom background uh, uh, of the year. it looks fantastic my dear talk about autumn and the the sun shining through those rays look beautiful as you do my dear very good morning to you oh good morning toby you'll go far <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, compliments get you get you uh, get you through uh, to many places in this world. Um, yeah. Michelle, um, as I said, we've, we've been in touch for quite a long time now. So Fertility Network is something we support here at Pure West Radio uh, every week. Um, what, what's your role within Fertility Network UK? Well, uh, my role is to get uh, some information out there to um, young people and also to, to employers at the moment and to raise awareness generally about fertility. We have two um, strands really to our education work. There's um, Your Future Fertility, which is primarily aimed at young people, and also the Fertility in the Workplace uh, initiative, which um, aims to help raise awareness of the struggles that people are going through within the workplace and to try and encourage employers to be more understanding and more accommodating to those that are going through the um, treatments. Um, A survey was published at one minute past midnight Uh, this morning, um, you know, one minute into today, um, which has some very scary statistics in it, um, including one that 38% of those going through fertility treatment at work um, considered uh, quitting their job um, or, or, you know, uh, as a result of the treatment and the fact that they weren't being supported in the workplace. And I think that's quite a scary one, really, when we realise that 3.5 million adults across Britain will be having fertility issues. That's one in six of us. So the chances are that wherever you work or whatever you do, somebody that you know or come into contact with will will be having struggles with their fertility. And uh, what we want to see is a more um, supportive and accommodating um, set of employers. That means that people don't suffer from stress and anxiety and depression, like nine out of 10 people do who are currently undergoing fertility treatment and are at work. Um, these really are frightening statistics and we want to try and change that. Yeah, they are. They're, they're haunting stats, to be honest. Um, but I suppose if if employers have that, that education and understanding, Michelle, they can help support people through this. And I mean, 38%, uh, that, that's a huge amount of people um, that potentially could be out of work then uh, if, yes. if they're undergoing fertility treatment. Yes. And um, ACAS estimate that it costs an employer about £30,000 to replace an employee who decides to leave. Um, that's, that's crippling, isn't it? And we've got to do everything we can to support people that are going through treatment. Yeah, we certainly do. Um, you, you touched uh, off air as well that uh, colleagues Cigar this week are uh, currently supporting um, fertility uh, awareness. Um, I mean, how important is it that this is ingrained, you know, in, into education and, and that people are talking about this from an early age? It's fantastically important. And, and we want to see it in schools and colleges because it's so important that people can make informed decisions about how they live their lives and looking after their well-being. Um, absolutely critical that that young women, for example, know when it's going to start to become more difficult to conceive. We're not out to scare anybody and we're not out to tell anybody what to do, but we we do want people to be armed with the facts, which is what we're interested in imparting, so that they can make their own decisions about how they live their lives and looking after their own well-being. Yeah, and a very sensible approach uh, that is um specifically uh, your future fertility initiative um you touched on there michelle and is is that what it's sort of aimed at is just giving people 
the understanding, getting into the schools and, and, and what are the government doing about this as well? Well, um, we're supported in Wales by um, the National Lottery. So, uh, <laughs> um, yes, uh, it would. the government clearly are interested in us um, putting those messages out there. But I have to say we are funded. We are a charity. So not a, not a, not a huge amount then by the sounds mm -hmm. of things. Um, I guess at least you have the, the National Lottery backing you and yes. uh, you're able to, 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 to get awareness out. So um, how do we improve the awareness? How do we improve people's knowledge? Well, where does it all begin? Uh, well, it definitely begins in schools and in colleges and in other places where young people are. But it's very important that, that the community as a whole understands the difficulties that are encountered by people going through fertility treatment because... It's so easy, isn't it, to see someone you haven't seen for a while who's of childbearing age, if you like, and say, oh, so when are you having a baby then? Um, which can be the most devastating question for somebody experiencing struggles. And, and to be honest, it's not really any of our business, is it, whether somebody decides to have a child or not. It's such a personal decision. But we're so used to asking those questions. And certainly when I was... Um, just married you know the questions were always oh so when are you starting a family then mm, mm. Um, this is this is the expectation isn't it yes, yes we need we need to try and move away from that because not only is it difficult for um people that might be experiencing difficulties but there are plenty of people out there who make a conscious decision to not have a family to not have children um there are plenty of people out there who maybe maybe um have some sort of illness or, or whatever but Whatever their reasons are, that, that's none of our business and we shouldn't be asking those questions. We need to be an awful lot more tolerant about people and uh, not quite so interested in private matters, I think. And I, and I think you've, you've touched on something, you know, very important there. I mean, I have done hundreds of weddings as a, as a, a DJ. I, I do discos in festivals, pubs and clubs, and it's almost guaranteed there will be something said during speeches if they don't have any children yet. It, there'll be a joke or there'll be some anecdote in there about, you know, it's your wedding night. Hey, you know, hopefully we could enjoy a little boy or a girl in nine months time. But there could be something underlying there. You know, there could be a reason why maybe they haven't had children. Yes, it could be because they're both working professionals. Maybe now isn't the right time, but maybe one of them or both of them do want children. And potentially they're even undergoing fertility treatment at the time. You, you just don't know, do you? No, no, you don't know. And uh, it's it's a whole sort of shift in sensibilities, isn't it, that we have to do. Um, we need to move away from that. Mm, we certainly do. And I guess this is what this week is all about. Uh, Fertility Network UK Awareness Week is, is getting people aware, letting people know that, you know, you're there first and foremost as, as a support, but also you never know when you might be needed at some stage as well. That's true. Yes. And, you know, grandparents too can benefit from this awareness because it, it's helpful for everybody to understand about fertility and what a big issue it is because it, it's not been talked about in the past and it's now much more in the open and it was lovely to see the guys with you yesterday talking yeah. very openly about their struggles yeah, it was, yeah. and um because it's talked about more now then there's much more um awareness and we just want to help everybody to see um, that, it, that it is everywhere and that we need to be a little bit careful about what we say. Well, let's hope um, words uh, in the schools um, is, is there from an early age and, and they continue to do, to do their work, as I think many employers have the responsibility uh, as well, Michelle. Um, it's been fascinating this week. It really has been a, an, an education. It is every year when we do this on the different things that we find out. And uh, particularly, as you say, the guests we've had, the, the blokes yesterday talking about their struggles and also, you know, the burden that they take on um, as well during this process. And uh, also we had a lady uh, that had a donor egg and, and there was her lovely baby girl in the background yes. uh, during the interview, making herself known. It's so different. All of the journeys these people are going on. And yes. I guess each person's journey is is quite unique in a sense. But I think if we have that understanding, if we're mindful and we can appreciate what people are going through, hopefully um, it just makes the, the whole process for everyone that just so much more easier, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Well, wonderful. Thanks ever so much for, for catching up with this um, this morning. And Michelle, if anyone would like to find out any more information uh, about Fertility Network UK, where can they do that? 
uh, we go to our website, fertilitynetworkuk.org. And also, if there are any young people listening here under the age of about 35, um, we'd be so grateful if you'd fill in our survey for us. And I'll send um, the link to Toby and he'll put it on the socials. Yeah, we'll, we'll pop that in the comments section. Um, how long will that survey take, Michelle? And also, I believe there's a 50 quid voucher Ooh. up for grabs as well. Yeah, it's it? £50 pound Amazon voucher up for grabs. Nice. Um, and it will probably take you ooh, maybe 10 minutes, maybe right. less. And, it, and is that for, for anyone now or just people that have gone under fertility treatment? Or No, no, anybody. We, 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 we particularly like young people to fill it out um, because it's looking at how much they know about their fertility. Um, there's a little video to watch and then a few more questions afterwards. That's it. It's very pain free. Um, and obviously you might win. So it's got to yeah. be worth it. Uh, just for a couple of minutes, see your side to play for there. And you can see that in the comments section now. So please feel free to fill out that survey. And uh, yeah, you could be benefiting from that uh, here on Pure West Radio. Uh, Michelle, it's always a great uh, privilege to catch up with you. Keep up the great work that you do uh, at Fertility Network UK. And it's uh, our pleasure supporting the Awareness Week for you once again. Thanks very much, Toby. It's been really good to be here. Thank you. What a fabulous interview. It's just amazing what people are doing for each other, aren't they? It's just fabulous. The help is out there. So uh, don't forget, if there's something you've missed this week, any of the interviews, just go back to our Facebook page and you can have a catch up. You can listen back to all of those interviews. They will also be available on podcasts. So uh, make sure you go and take a look at our website and download the podcast to have a listen. And uh, that is unfortunately all I've got time for this week my hour is up but make sure you stay tuned the red thread is up next and uh, i'm gonna leave you with um, a triple play i think i'm gonna go with don't speak by no doubt high hopes by panic at the disco and buddy holly by weezer have an awesome week and i will uh, catch up with you next sunday for another second chance this is pure west radio the power of radio bad weather at the racetrack in the shower oh sorry all things that never actually happened while listening you pictured them all didn't you you see radio uses the theater of the mind it has a one-to-one connection with every person listening so if you want to get your business message across then there is really no more intimate, creative or cost-effective way than using radio. So to find out more about advertising on Pure West Radio, email studio at purewestradio.com. And we won't send our fire-breathing, water-boiling, toaster-popping crowd over to see you. Yeah, and once again, that's not real. Radio advertising. Try it today. Wherever you're driving to this summer... How long do we get there? You need the perfect in-car soundtrack. Are we there yet? So take all your favourite digital radio stations and podcasts with you on the road and don't miss a thing this summer. It's easy to connect your smartphone to your car stereo via Bluetooth or aux in to listen on your favourite station app or radio app. Find out more at getdigitalradio.com. <laughs> Love Radio. Go digital. Join us every Monday evening on the weekly Pure West Sports Show with Pembrokeshire Properties. All the very latest sports news from around the county as well as views, guests and gossip from our award-winning panel. Join us every Monday between 7 and 9 p.m. Pure West Sport, proudly sponsored by Pembrokeshire Properties. Buy or sell your next house with a truly local, fast-growing property agent. Pembrokeshire Properties. Welcome home. Lots going on here at Johnson Garden Centre. Now we are open from 9.30 till 4, Monday to Saturday, and 10 till 4 on Sundays. We have supplies of plants arriving on Tuesday nights every week, alongside huge stocks of composts. We also have 35 crafters showing their products, everything from jams and chutneys to jewellery and greetings. We are a major supplier of flow gas, coal and logs, so we cover all your needs for barbecues, fire pits and caravans. We are also the largest supplier of paella pans in Wales, along with a huge range of wicker baskets. Johnson Garden Centre has hardware and you'll be amazed at the selection on offer from nuts and bolts to building plastics. Being open seven days a week, we are always there for our valued customers in Johnson, right by the station. Seven Spice with a staff are oh so nice. You'll love our Jalfrezi and special rice. What's even better is our price. This will have you coming back not once, but twice. (laughs) 
enough of all that rhyming. Malaki! The Seven Spice of Market Street, Halford West, offers the finest Asian cuisine, open six days a week. They offer a fine selection of Indian dishes to eat in or take away. Book your table now or place your order by visiting sevenspice.uk or call Aki on 01437 762 789. The Seven Spice, where the staff are oh so nice. You can listen to Pure West Radio anywhere. In the kitchen, in the bath, in the garden, on the sofa, even in space.
said, don't give up, it's a little complicated, all tied up, no more love, and I'd hate to see you waiting. Had to have high, high hopes for living, shooting for the stars, but I couldn't make a killing. Didn't ever die, but I always had a vision, always had high, high hopes. Had to have high, high hopes for living, didn't know how, but I always had a feeling. I was gonna be that one in a million, always had high, high hopes. It's a little complicated, all tied up, no more love. 